Welcome to another episode of Reliance Real Estate Radio, and here's your hosts, Jeff Nevin and Joseph Singsheim. All right, welcome back, guys. Welcome. All right. Uh, this time we're at episode 22, uh, Words That Can Kill a Deal, uh, Logic Makes You Think, Emotions Make You Act, right? Kind of separating the logic and emotions from everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are many words that a lot of us use on a daily basis, and you may not have given them any thought to it unless explained. And that's what we're going to jump into today. Yeah, awesome. Uh, today's episode, we're just going to dive a little bit deeper um, because top salespeople are successful and because they pay attention to the details. And this is something we've been working on for the last couple of years on um, really changing the way we act, the way we speak, the, our body language and everything. Um, and I know everybody listening is a top salesperson or successful in any area of a business if you're applying it to our, um, our, our content that we're putting out. So let's see if we can apply these um, um, different tactics, I guess, yeah. right? And, and yeah. words and, and phrases. We'll dive in and uh, I'm sure you can think of plenty more. Yeah, well, we want to sound more credible, more articulate, uh, professional and it helps us be confident as well uh, and we want to give that information to you so that's what we're gonna jump in today yeah I mean every word that you say either makes them trust you right or weakens your credibility right, right. Um, so here are the seven what we found seven I mean there's tons more and we'd like to actually see the comments below if you found any more of these yeah. um, that maybe we can elaborate on or do a second um, podcast or video on but yeah um, there's seven common words and phrases not to use in everyday conversation speaking and, of trust oh trust yeah trust me man yeah i got this yeah right you we probably hear that all before. the time yeah um and it's it's funny because you don't really put a lot of thought into it but uh using it actually gives the impression that you're brushing over something like trust me man i got this right mm-hmm um, it also implies that you don't really want to explain the answer to or the person's question. You know, you really don't want to uh, engage with that. You just want to uh, shelve it and move on, right? Uh, or even worse, you don't think that they will understand the answer, right? Um, which we shouldn't be doing because it makes them feel dumb, stupid, uh, irrelevant, right? Yeah. All these different things. So if you've already established trust with your client, um, with your customer, with your loved one, with anybody, right? Um, why do you need to say it at all? Right, exactly. Um, so the next uh, thing that we see all the time in the business, uh, and especially in ours, is my client or my seller or my buyer. Uh, don't, pers uh, don't personalize uh, and or add feelings uh, when working with a client. Adding the word my implies ownership or, familiar, or a familiar person. Um, even though you may owe your client specific duties per contract, uh, you still are acting as a li uh, liaison uh, between parties. So it's the client, the seller, the buyer. Um, that makes you sound more professional when uh, doing a transaction. Yeah, I mean, the common good of a deal depends on you, mm -hmm. right? Depersonalizing that. Um, you also should not talk or speak on behalf of your client. So, um, you know, as Jeff in, in implied, like, using the word my, you know, just, you know, you may know the client, right? They may be a friend, family or whatever, but you yeah. still need to have that mind hack of it's, you know, in this transaction, there's more than just my client, right? And that's right. why we're not there's using other the parties involved. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. tons of other parties involved, depending on, you know, the length of the transaction. It could be yeah. several families moving or 
people moving. Right. Um, the next one is kind of broad, it's big, but you can totally understand. And if anybody has any, I'd like to see them below as well. If you could just drop them in there or shout out or uh, comment on wherever you're consuming this. But um, the acronyms or industry lingo, as we call them. Yeah. And I mean, geez, here at Keller Williams, there's tons and tons of different acronyms and industry lingo that we use um, that can look pretty foreign. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Let's not let the um, uh, clients uh, feel stupid. Right. Uh, you know, think of all the awesome language that your company or your specific industry uses, and and for someone on the outside, that can look and sound pretty weird. You intimidating, know, intimidating, maybe intimidating, mm -hmm. weird. Like, what the heck are you guys talking about? You know. Yeah. Um, you know, they they're not living it every day like you are. Um, so I mean, they have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, make. Don't make the person feel dumb, as Jeff just pointed out. Uh, it may confuse them even, and it's definitely not not how we want to conduct business, where we're throwing people off, or you know they're not understanding yeah. something that we're talking about. They're having to research it. I mean, you're supposed to be the knowledge broker or yeah. the knowledgeable person in your area. Make business. them feel part of the transaction, and they understand the transaction. We don't want to confuse them. And you can still use the lingo, just spell it out afterwards. Like mm -hmm. one of the big ones that we use a lot, or you'll see a lot in real estate, is uh, CMA. Absolutely. And if you don't know what that is, it's a current market analysis. So using it, like we're going to provide you with a CMA, which is a current market analysis of your home, makes them feel like well, part of the transaction at that point because you right. spelled it out. You didn't stop. You didn't ask them if they knew what it meant. You just Explained. Yep. Right. Exactly. Okay. And uh, so this next one is very much like uh, uh, trust the, me. the trust me. It's I got the, this. Yeah. It's the uh, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. So were you not honest beforehand? Mm -hmm. uh, I hope you were. Right. But when you say to be honest, Mr. Client, uh, I feel like this is this or the price should be this. Uh, it makes you come off as maybe you weren't honest beforehand. So, um, they can put doubt. What's that? They can put doubt in yeah. their mind of like what was going on before this, then, if you're being honest now. Exactly. Right? So, with that, just be direct. And they and a lot of people like it when you are direct and you're not beating around the bush. Mm -hmm. So, I think removing to be honest out of your lingo is going to help you be more professional. Yeah, there's always a better response for that or a, an actual, like, you know, something else that could have been said other than to be honest. Yep. To be honest with you, Jeff. Mm -hmm. I got this, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Uh, um, the next one is, I, I, I think we can do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, I, I think we can do that. Like, that doesn't make you feel very powerful or professional or like you know what you're doing, right? Yeah, once again, um, it sounds almost like some form of doubt. By yeah, you're just that. brushing over it. Like, I think we can do that, right? Mm -hmm. I got that. Yeah. I got this, trust me. Right. Right. Um, so don't say something just because you're unsure of how to answer the question or if you can do that or if it's within your realm of, of actionable items that you can do, right? Um, giving the incorrect answer, you know, actually f is far more damaging than, um, you know, just waiting to find out the correct answer. And usually in the day and age we live in, we can find that correct answer pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so a better response would be, um, you know, that's a really great question. Let me find out for you, right? Because again, you don't have to be the jack of all trades and know everything to be the knowledge broker. You just have to be the broker of finding that information and then channeling it towards your client, right? Um, so, you know, that's a great question, Jeff. 
you know, let me let me find that answer for you and get back to you. Mm -hmm. And then when you bring it back, if it was an actionable item, you could already have that action in play working. Mm -hmm. And how great would it be to tell your client, hey, guess what? You know, I've already got three people working on that. We were able to do it. Isn't that awesome? And they'll, yeah. they'll thank you for it. Right. And thanks for getting back to me so great, so quick. Um, it's usually better to do it that way than say, hey, I think I can do that, and then find out you can't. Maybe, yeah, you know? that'd be a terrible thing to say back to your client. Hey, we can't do that. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be good. Uh, so this next one is one of my favorite ones to talk about uh, because you could literally get more uh, agreements Ooh. or get people to sign on the dotted line by just removing this yeah. word, and that word is contract. Ugh. So when you're just, going just hearing it makes me not want to yeah. do business with you. It sounds salesy, <laughs> uh, and the word contract actually, uh, uh, per uh, I guess science or they by saying the word, it, people tend to push away. Mm -hmm. um, so we use uh, words like agreement, form, or let's put the paperwork together. Mm -hmm. I uh, like that. I like that one. Yeah. Sounds like we're doing it together. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Paperwork. So, we're going to do the paperwork together. Yep. Let's put that together. Yep. So uh, let's not sound like a salesman mm -hmm. uh, and just switch up that lingo. And I guarantee you by simply doing that at any appointment where you need to sign the dotted line, by simply saying that, you'll get more signed. Yeah. And, and they actually relate it to, and I'm going to use just a quick analogy here. They relate the word contract. Um, to your client because they've done research on it to the word marriage when you say it on the first date Yeah, so if you've ever been on a first date with someone um, I'm sure if someone asked you hey, you want to get married? You'd be like, well, oh, let's put the brakes on here a minute. Check, please. See, <laughs> so just think about that when you're wanting to use the word contract, right? Yeah. Um, the next one is uh, show you how mm -hmm. Jeff, let me show you how let me show you how I'm gonna do that and, and the more times you use it, the, the, the less effective it becomes and actually it's the less they actually um, trust in what you're saying and what you do because you just keep saying, well, let me show you how. Mm -hmm. um, kind of makes me feel stupid. Like, well, shouldn't I know how to do certain things? And now you're right. telling me over and over again, let me show you how. Right. Um, so we don't want to overuse the phrase when talking with a client or a, a prospect or anybody in general, right? Uh, spend more energy um, showing them why right? Uh, making the subtle change in, in your language that can actually make a huge impact on how they respond to you because, you know, you'd probably come with me or probably listen to me more if I was going to, let me show you why mm -hmm. I can do yeah. X, Y, and Z. Let me show you why my company does this better than others. Yeah. Let me show you why my team can outperform the other teams like better than, let me show you how. Because mm -hmm. I don't really want to be shown how you do anything. I just want to know why you do it so I can right. buy into your why. How does uh, your why benefit me as a client? Right. Because I don't need to know what you do. I need to know why you do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. I think that's a great one. Mm. Well, moving forward, I mean, that's those are the seven words, phrases that we try to uh, eliminate Eliminate. from our vocabulary just to be uh, more professional and uh, more um, articulate articulate when, when talking with our clients because uh, we do want them to sign the dotted line because uh, that helps us uh, grow our business. Uh, it also helps us bring value. I mean, that's what we're in it for and that's our big word, right? So yeah. if, if we can have them feel comfortable working with us, then we can actually do what we do best, which is bring mm -hmm. a ton of value and actually help families. Yep. And that's for what we do specifically. It might not be for your business plan or 
that you know your big why but for ours it's really just helping the families yep. um, and for us to be able to do that sometimes it's breaking down those sales barriers right yes because they have the stigma about all salespeople. yep I totally agree so moving forward just be mindful of, of the words uh, and, and phrases that you use uh, during your transaction I, I agree with that wholeheartedly and that's why we actually practice those and do script practice daily just so we can you know adjust wording to mm -hmm. to break down some of those barriers right Absolutely. Um, we'll continue to bring value and imp to impact to everything we do we hope you guys do the same mm -hmm. until next time until next time